up, nerds? ESPN plus the ESPN. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop. Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Number four, Charles Barkley. Round, the wow. Round, the round mound, mound of, rebound. of rebound. Easy for me to say. And Eric Fry. Kumbaya, and it's all good. And- it's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. What's happening out there? Welcome in uh, to a Friday edition, a feel-good Friday edition, and it is a March. No, it's not March. It's May at 12th. Oh, there I go. I'll turn your microphone on there. It is uh, Friday, so the weekend is uh, almost upon us here, and we got a good show lined up for you here on the uh, starting lineup, and it's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you for the next hour on ESPN Radio, and of course, we'll be hitting up on uh, some uh, local sports, local baseball and uh, softball from uh, last night in Game 2 of the uh, City Series. For Game 3, one of them is already wrapped up, and the other one is exactly the way it wanted. Tied 1-1, so mm. uh, we'll explore that. And uh, we'll also take a look at the weekend schedule as well, trying to squeeze in some uh, last-minute games before uh, regionals begin next week. And before Mother Nature decides, no, you cannot. Uh, it's true, yeah. I do have some spotty showers mm-hmm. today. All weekend long. Tomorrow. Yeah, so, and uh, maybe some rain on Mother's Day oh, as well. Uh, we also got to take a look at uh, the uh, playoffs from uh, last night in the uh, NBA as uh, one series is over. The other series is uh, going on to a game of seven this weekend. And we also got the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs from uh, last night as well. And one of those series is over. And the Kraken are on the brink. <sighs> You had to bring it up. I did. Hey, it happened last night. So uh, we'll explore, see if the Kraken can uh, keep this series to a game seven uh, this weekend. So we'll explore that. And we'll take a whip around a major league baseball. Of course, uh, the uh, both the Cubs and the Cardinals were off yesterday, but it's right back at it tonight, right here on a 98.9, as the Cardinals are in Boston, shipping them up to Boston, and it's a matchup with the Red Sox, three games set. We got 5:15 of the pregame show here on 98.9, and then a first pitch to follow after that around six o'clock, and then tomorrow. On Saturday, it's 2.15 start time, and then we got the Sunday night game for you on Mother's Day as just running back. It's a 5.10 pregame show start. Check that. I got an email from the Colonels yesterday, 5.15. 
on yeah. Sunday. 5.15. 5.15. So just stop. Five-minute difference. I don't know why, but those five minutes are very important. They are, eh? and it's very important that ESPN uh, moved the uh, start times up a little bit for yes. the uh, Sunday night baseball games as well. So uh, that should be a very cool playing on Mother's Day, of course, having the Mother's Day swag with the hats yeah. and the bats as well. Pink all over the place to celebrate Mother's Day and We'll see if someone can throw a no-hitter or a perfect game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so been a while since we had one of those. Yeah. It's almost it like really the has. pitch clock has been made to prevent those from happening. And it's like we had all those a couple of seasons mm-hmm. ago, and then it's been silence really since. And then also we got to set the tone for the weekend as well. We got to uh, take uh, this, li- this day in history as well as uh, some NASCAR as well, and we got a NASCAR pick em coming up for you as well and leg number two of the head-to-head yep leg number two of the head-to-head and uh we'll but we be... don't have to pick those we already did that right and we'll be uh looking at paint schemes for the throwback weekend as well that's right yeah so, throwback weekend yes it is uh there so i got a jam-packed show here on this uh, friday and of course it would not be possible without uh, the help of mcmahon meets tingley insurance agency wet pools and spas worth computer repair and to Topless State Bank. All right, so we got a lot to get to here today, and we only got an hour here on a Trust Show Radio to get to it. If not, we'll get to it in the podcast in some sort of fashion, of course. Find that pod wherever you find your favorite podcast, iTunes, Spotify, the website, fmradio.com. All right, so let's jump right into it, and let's get it started with what we always do, and that is First Things First. Before we get into the show, First things first. And we are starting off with the NFL schedule as it was released as most throughout the day. It got leaked for the most part. Uh, got a completed schedule, but then the full slate was released and it was time for the social media teams really time to shine as uh, had some videos being made for the schedule release. I know that the Bears, they had one of their biggest super fans mm-hmm. from the world of sports and entertainment yep. Seth Rollins yep. on there the Chargers had a cool one they had anime uh, the Tennessee Titans had uh, a cool one as well they asked just random fans the logos of the uh, teams on their schedule and uh, the Falcons have already changed their handle to what the lady said oh. it was completely wrong she said it was like the Red Stallions I like it. When you look at the Falcons logo, but uh, it was really the social media's time to shine and uh, the schedule is out. Now, I thought the Broncos one would be your favorite, Travis. I don't know if I saw that one. The Broncos was Peyton Manning doing The Office. Oh, yes. Yes. Big fan of that. Yes. So I don't think I saw that. Check so. that one out. Yeah, I have to go uh, check that one out. Yes, yes. Uh, there, but uh, schedule is out. We already knew uh, some uh, leaks of some uh, primetime games uh, yesterday. We also uh, knew the uh, Thanksgiving uh, schedule as well for the most part. I know what I mentioned, the Packers and Lions, Commanders, Cowboys, and then the uh, 49ers and Seahawks will be matching up on Thanksgiving Day 
as well. The one Black Friday game, of course, was the Dolphin Jets. We already knew that. Mm. And just because the NFL, they already had a monopoly on Thanksgiving, well, now they're getting on Christmas as well as we got the Raiders Chiefs, Giants Eagles, and Ravens and 49ers on Christmas for you. So... Um, and then, of course, Thursday Night Football kicks off with the Lions and the Chiefs, but we already knew that. The first Sunday night game is the Cowboys and Giants in Week 1, and the first Monday Night Football game is, of course, the Bills and the Jets uh, there for Monday Night Football to kick mm-hmm. off Week 1. And yep. we already knew the Bears and Packers are matching up in Week 1 of the uh, schedule. Uh, the Rams, my Rams, they're at Seattle to begin the season uh, there, uh, the Dolphins, they're matched up with the Chargers. It was rumored and it was confirmed that the Eagles, they'll be visiting in New England there with Tom Brady in attendance. The Colts, they'll be opening up with the Jaguars. They'll be hosting the Jags in week one. Uh, Houston, they're going to be at Baltimore. Tennessee opening up in New Orleans. Uh, Cincinnati, they're at Cleveland. Uh, Pittsburgh, they're hosting uh, San Francisco. The Broncos, they're hosting uh, the uh, Raiders. Uh, let's see here. Any more? Uh, the Panthers, they're uh, at the uh, Falcons. Um, and Tampa, they're at Minnesota. Uh, let's see. Uh, the West, you had the Cardinals, they're at the Commanders. And the 49ers are at the Steelers week one. And, Travis, just in case you were wondering, yes, there are already lines for the Week 1 matchups. Ooh, nice. So go ahead and get your entertainment in now. Jacksonville, minus 3.5 at Indy. Ooh, yeah, I definitely might have to do some exploring. Indy can't win against lines. Jacksonville, so it's okay. Take take Jacksonville right. with the points. And they would match up in the first week. They always do, it feels like. It does seem like they always match up in uh-huh. one of the first two weeks uh, there. And sure enough. Uh, that's what they do. Uh, then the uh, Bears, they got a tough one in week three as they are at a Kansas City. As we all know that Kansas City made a big huff about them going to Germany and playing the Bears. Well, uh, Justin Fields is going to be visiting the uh, Chiefs there in week three. Uh, week four, you got uh, Russell Wilson and the Broncos. You got uh, the Commanders on a Thursday night game. Again, we know how wonderful that turned out last time. Uh, let's see here. Week seven, you got or week six, you got Minnesota, Vegas. Uh, then you're at the Chargers in week eight. Week nine, you're in New Orleans. Uh, you get another Thursday night game against Carolina, and you're at Detroit in week eleven. You're at Minnesota. Uh, the Bears have a week thirteen bye, and then they're hosting Detroit, and they get Cleveland for a, a prime time game. I believe that is a Saturday game. It looks like from this uh, color-coordinated spreadsheet that I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then uh, week 16, they're against the Cardinals. And then week 17, they're against Atlanta. And then they're close out the season at Lambeau for the Bears schedule there. And and let's talk about a little bit about the the schedule, Travis. Let's talk about two teams I want to point out, the Broncos. Mm -hmm. The Broncos, Travis, are only going to play three road games in the first nine weeks. Wow. They have five home games and a bye in week nine. In week three, the Broncos will play at the Dolphins, which is a stadium where Sean Payton won his Super Bowl. The Dolphins mm-hmm. also lost a first-round pick in part for tampering with Sean Payton. So yeah. it's all going to be fun there. Check That's that true. out. The Bears. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the Bears. The Bears, the team that finished with the worst record in the league last year, is the only team that won't play a single game this season on less days rest than their opponent. 
Hmm. The only team league helping the Bears out there. You yeah. don't you don't need less rest than your opponent. Make sure you get all rested up. Mm-hmm. Four teams have six primetime games, Travis. Yeah. Only one of them, the Chiefs, have won a Super Bowl in the last 25 years. Hmm. Those other teams with six primetime games are the Chiefs, obviously, the Bills, who are a hot team, yeah, the Cowboys, who always have primetime games, yeah. and the Chargers. Yeah, Chargers have a lot. 11 teams have zero games against opponents coming off buys. On the other hand, two teams, Travis, the 49ers and your Rams, have four games against an opponent coming off a bye. That's wow. a lot of games for teams to get prepared for you. <laughs> yeah. They get an extra week. Hmm. And three of the top four picks this year's draft are not currently scheduled to appear in a prime time game this season. The Colts and the Texans are two of the four teams that don't have a single prime time game on the schedule. Yep. Cardinals and Falcons are the other two. And the Colts travel 6,812 fewer miles than their opponents this season. So at least the Colts will have a travel advantage. Mm. Yeah, it was one thing that was different about the uh, schedule this time around, that you're not guaranteed a, a primetime game. Yep. And uh, those four teams are kind of left out in the cold. Who's to say that uh, they could get flexed in They could that, uh, later on into the season. But as it stands right now, no primetime games for those teams uh, there let's take a look at the uh, Colts uh, schedule like we mentioned and uh, they open up the season hosting the Jags then they get two road games they're at the Texans at Ravens and then week four the matchup I was looking forward to they're hosting the Rams on a Sunday October 1st so I'm already making plans for uh, that day. Then they're hosting the uh, Titans, and then they're at the Jags in week six. Week seven, they're hosting Deshaun Watson and the Browns. Week eight, they got the Saints. Week nine and ten, and they got the they're at the Panthers and at the Patriots. And they have a bye week eleven. Week twelve, they host the Bucks. Week thirteen and fourteen, they got they're at Tennessee and at Cincinnati. Week fifteen, they're hosting the Steelers. And uh, week 16, they're at the Falcons, and they close out the season with two back-to-back home games. It's the Raiders and the Texans mm. for week 17 and 18. So uh, I think that the Colts, they didn't they close out the season last year with the Texans? Too? I believe they did because yeah. that's the game the Texans won, and it right, tossed yeah, them the number one pick. I thought I remember that. But, uh, so, yeah, book in with the Jags and the Texans uh, there. That's okay. That's what – three losses probably i mean the colts can't beat the jags and obviously last year they couldn't beat the Fal- the uh texans so mm-hmm. and of course uh the jets uh, a lot of eyes are going to be on them this season uh with the addition of aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. there and they have five primetime games uh this season Most since 2010 2011 the since then travis they've had four combined primetime games the past three years Mm. They got the uh, Bills week one, of course, on Monday Night Football. Then they're at Dallas. They're against the Patriots week three. They visit the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football in week four. So that should be an entertaining game. Uh, They're at the Broncos. They're against the Eagles on uh, week six. They got a week seven bye, so pretty early bye Mm -hmm. for the uh, Jets. Week eight, they got the Giants. Chargers is intriguing. Week nine, then they're, of course, at the Bills again. Versus the Dolphins week 12. That's a a string of three straight home games there. Uh, They got the Falcons, Texans after that. Then they go back to Miami against the Commanders. And they close out against the Browns and the Patriots on the road 
for Mr. Aaron Rodgers and the uh, Jets. And, man, that uh, Patriots game, they could have had uh, week three. It could have been uh, Tom Brady, possibly. Possibly. That could have been the uh, game that I would have looked at to honor him, but they're at the Jets. Well, Travis, he may have another date circled on his calendar that he would like to be honored, and we'll talk more about that coming up in Sports Center. Ooh. Okay. Gotcha. And let's see here. Any other teams that we want to take a look at that's in the intriguing? Uh, the Cowboys schedule. Uh, they're at the Giants first, of course, naturally on Sunday night mm-hmm. football. They're against the Jets. They're at the Cardinals. Pats week four, 49ers. Uh, and the Chargers back-to-back weeks in five and six. They got a bye in week seven and they're against the rams week eight they're at the eagles against the giants week 10 at the panthers versus the commanders seahawks eagles three straight home games there and they're at the bills at the cowboy or at the dolphins against the lions and then closing out at the commanders to close out the season for them of course the big matchup for in the nfc east is that week 11 matchup it's a super bowl rematch there in week 11 it's philadelphia at kansas city and then right after that they gotta take on the bills as well so Mm. eels got a pretty tough schedule uh there with back-to-back games i mean gosh you got cowboys and then they got the bye week 10 but week 11 and 12 you got the chiefs and bills and then week 13 you got the 49ers and then the cowboys again and we'll see if the seahawks maybe um where they are yeah not hold my breath there on those Seahawks. No. Nah. Hmm. Uh, the 49ers, they start off on the road with two straight. It's uh, at Pittsburgh and at L.A., the Rams, that is. And they got three straight home games, Giants, Cardinals, Cowboys. They're at the Browns and Vikings. They got the bye week nine. Now, Travis. The Seahawks have a week five bye. Oh, that's awful. Man, that's early. Now, according to Vivid Seats, Travis, what do you think is the most in-demand game this season? Average ticket price. Uh, it's got to be the Jets, Chiefs. No, that is uh, Jets. Bills. That's fourth. That is three hundred fifty-four dollars. Jets Bills not in the top five. Uh, the Super Bowl rematch on Monday Night Football. Uh, Philly and Casey. Not in the top five. Here's your top five. <laughs> Number five, it is the uh, September 10th game between the Packers and the Bears. Mm-hmm. Average ticket price for that is $349. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Chiefs versus the Jets. Number four from the on October 1st for $354. Then you have the September 7th game between the Lions and the Chiefs, the opening game, for sure. $444. Then you have the October 8th matchup, the Cowboys at the 49ers for $501 average ticket price. But the most sought-after game is September 10th, the Eagles and the Patriots, $807, Travis, is the average, average ticket price. Mm. Just to see Tom Brady's return. $807. Average. That's that means there's a lot higher. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It's absurd. 
The Jets, by the way, the uh, Chiefs-Jets is the most expensive jet ticket, followed by the Bills at the Jets for Monday Night Football, and then the Black Friday game. Mm. Yeah. Man. Uh, Everything will get started there on that uh, Thursday, of course, with the uh, tradition of the uh, Super Bowl champions uh, starting on uh, September 7th for Thursday Night Football with the Detroit Lions at the Chiefs there so uh, we know everybody's a schedule and uh, there's a few teams out there that have quite early buys I saw the Bucks had a week five buy the Chargers have a week five buy so it's pretty rough for those uh, teams mm-hmm. starting off that way and so uh, the schedule is here yep it's out and that's exciting and if you want your entertainment Chiefs Bengals and 49ers all tied for the highest win total in 11 and a half games hmm so if you want to go have that season-long entertainment. Hmm. i have to see what the Bears over-under is. i have to see what the Packers over-under is as well without Aaron Rodgers, of mm-hmm. course. So uh, let's see. Packers, without Aaron Rodgers, they still got five primetime games. Oh, yeah. That's uh, crazy. But, yeah. yeah, I guess we'll see what Jordan Love has got in a primetime, but uh, schedule is out, so uh, check out your favorite team's uh, schedule, and hopefully uh, you had a nice little video there as well. So uh, we'll turn the page now, too, with some more local sports, some local baseball and uh, softball and uh, the City Series, and preview tonight's game, hopefully, and we'll recap last night's game. Coming up next. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. <laughs> This is Deputy Chief Kurt Davis of the Effingham Police Department with another safety tip for online use for your family. While online, a child might provide information or arrange an encounter that could risk his or her safety or the safety of other family members. In a few cases, pedophiles have used online services and bulletin boards to gain a child's confidence and then arrange a face-to-face meeting. Parents, be sure to stay in touch with your children's online activities, and if you detect any threats to your child's safety, notify your local police department. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at pekininsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Cooking out for a cause. Teutopla State Bank is hosting our annual community cookout this Friday from 11 till 6 at our Teutopla and Sigel locations. All donations will benefit El Shaddai Homes, a local nonprofit that will provide long-term maternity housing, live-in support, parenting education, life skills, counseling, and more for pregnant women and their babies. Plan to stop by our Teutopolis or Sigel location this Friday from 11 till 6 and enjoy a hamburger, pork burger, or hot dog with chips, cookies, and drinks. We hope to see you there. Paid actor, not a real customer. Quote based on a healthy, non-smoking, 44-year-old male with a 20-year term policy. Rates may vary. Welcome to Ethos, a new kind of insurance company that believes life insurance should be hassle-free, affordable, and accessible for everyone. For around a dollar a day, I got a 20-year, $250,000 term life insurance policy without a medical exam. All I had to do was answer a few health questions and snap, family protected. It was quick and easy. Ethos is 100% online. I got a quote in seconds, applied in minutes, and got coverage in hours. Just answer a few health questions, 
No medical exam, no blood tests, no hassle. Look, nobody wants to plan for the unthinkable, but it would be so much worse to not plan at all. So don't put it off. It feels great having the peace of mind knowing that my family is protected. Ethos, the 100% online hassle-free way to get affordable life insurance. Don't wait. Get your free online quote now at ethoslife.com. That's E-T-H-O-S-Life.com. And now, the starting lineup. That was back in the 50s and 60s. I know not a lot of... There were not as many teams, not as many good players or whatever, but... but Travis knows this from personal experience. Go ahead. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't help it. Go ahead. No, I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. Eight in a row, impressive. (laughs) On 98.9 The Game. Back in to the uh, starting lineup on a 98.9 The Game. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you here on this Friday. Let's take a look at some local baseball and uh, softball from uh, last night. And we'll start off in the uh, City Series as St. Anthony has notched it up at 1-1 one and one as they uh, take this one last night uh, by the final of 4-0. They scored in the bottom of the first, and then they also picked up three more in the uh, third inning. And that one run was all that Brock Fearday uh, needed, and he pitched a great performance, so matching uh, McDevitt's uh, effort there the other night. And uh, Brock went all seven innings, giving up five hits, no runs, walked four, and uh, struck out uh, ten batters as well. And it was a pitcher's duel because Nichols also went all six innings that he could and uh, seven hits, four runs, and five strikeouts. Uh, but he let, uh, let up a couple of home runs there as it was RBI is credited to Repke. He had a three of them. He was a two for two, two for two also scored a run as well. And Levitt had three for three of the dish and it had an RBI as well for St. A and FEM only able to scratch across five hits against the uh, pitching performance there. Uh, Brock fear day. So it's exactly what you would want as FEM took game one. St. Anthony now evens it up. And tonight, weather permitting, it's for all the marbles for the uh, City Series for 2023. So should be a entertaining one yes, with everything should. on the line to, uh, to, uh, tonight. Hopefully, like I said, a weather, weather permitting. We've got no cancellations thus far. Just pointing that out. Well, yeah. And it's supposed to be uh, spotty showers uh, there throughout the day. So uh, hopefully it'll hold off. And uh, it was also Altamont defeating a Salem by the final of a four to two. It was a senior night there for Altamont as uh, they scored three in the bottom of the fifth. And a Salem, uh, they picked up two in the sixth, but then Altamont picked up an insurance run there in the bottom of the sixth. And Salem, they scored those two runs on one hit as well. So uh, Mason Robinson was also dealing on the mound as well. He went all seven innings, only giving up one hit, two earned runs, and four walks, but 10 strikeouts uh, there. And so, senior doing good things there on a senior night. 
and it was uh, RBI is credited here for uh, the Indians. Uh, Stimke had one, and uh, so did Cornette and Hamer drove in a run as well as Altamont picks up the dub. It was North Clay also getting the win over uh, Cumberland as 6-1, to one, and that was also significant because it was win number 300 for Coach Freck there for North Clay. So uh, congratulations to him as uh, they, of course, won the state title mm-hmm. uh, a couple years back, and now win number 300 for him. It was a Central A&M over a Brownstown St. Elmo by the final of a 13-2-5. Both teams scored a run in the first to Central A&M and took the 3-1 lead, but Brownstown comes storming back, and they pick up four in the bottom of the second inning. And then Central A&M puts up a sixth spot in the third inning, and those five runs in the first two innings for Brownstown would be all she wrote. For them, it was Hutchins getting the win in relief for the Raiders. He goes five innings, giving up a run, four hits, and striking out ten. Uh, Forbes gets the loss in relief. He went three innings, giving up eight runs. Only two of them were earned, though. Three hits and uh, three Ks as well. Uh, Forbes also had it going at the plate. He was three for four with four RBIs. Uh, Paisley drives in a run, and Caleb Campbell is credited with the other RBI there. It was uh, CHBC getting the win over Martinsville, 14-0. South Central got the win over Dietrich by the final of a 15-2-3 in a five-inning affair. It was three in the first, also three in the third, and four in the second, and four in the fourth for South Central Dietrich. They did pick up three runs in the bottom of the fifth there, but uh, that was all she wrote there. Three runs on uh, four hits. It was Aiden Dotson picking up the win on the mound. He went three of the five innings, only giving up one hit, striking out seven. Uh, Watwood came in in relief and pitched a couple innings and uh, struck out three while giving up three hits and three runs as well. Let's see, it was uh, Hardick taking the loss on the mound for the Maroons. He went two innings, giving up six hits, seven runs, three walks, and one strikeout. Uh, South Central, a lot of RBIs uh, credited here. Montas, he has uh, four RBIs. Uh, Watwood picked up two. Bonera, he had a couple. Uh, Dotson also had uh, three RBIs as well. And Magnus had the other RBI for South Central. In uh, the little lineup, it was Topless getting the win over Olney by the final of a 15-2-5. As this was only a five-inning affair as well. Only came out strong, and they put up three in the first, but then uh, T-Town comes back and scores two of their own, but then a six spot in the bottom of the second inning, and they was smooth sailing uh, from there. They did only did pick up a couple runs in the third and the fourth, but uh, the Shoes picked up two in the fifth to make it a 10 runner rule game there. Geckner gets the win on the mound. He goes four in the third innings, giving up six hits, five runs. Only four of them are earned and eight strikeouts. As a lot of RBIs were credited here. Seamer, uh, they, he has four RBIs. And Repke Thompson drives in a pair. And a Craig is the other RBI uh, there for the shoes. It was Newton getting the win over Windsor Two Straws, 6-5. Red Hill over Lawrenceville, 3-2. Mount Carmel over Edwards County, 13-1. It was Marshall over o- Arthur Ocock Christian, 10 to nothing. And the Apollos, Tri-Valley over Muhammad, 9-6. Lincoln over Auburn, 6-2. Charleston over Tolona Uni, 5-4. St. Joe Ogden shuts out Mattoon, 3-0. And Springfield gets the win over Taylorville, 
five to four. And the Lincoln Prairies, Arthur getting the win over Sarah Gordo, ten to nothing. Okaw Valley over Macon Meridian, two to zero. And the Battle of the Acola Wars in baseball is Arcola getting the win over Tuscola, five to three. And it was St. T shutting out Argenta, thirteen to nothing. And in the South Central, it was Vandalia over Odin, ten to nothing. In softball action, we had the City Series all wrapped up in two games at St. Anthony to Game 1, and they take Game 2 here as well, and they win this one by the final of a 7-2-0 over the Hearts. So St. Anthony back-to-back champions uh, there in softball for the uh, City Series, but they'll still play Game 3 uh, tonight, so St. Anthony will try to go for the uh, sweep later on this afternoon. As Waldenville getting the win over Clay City, 15-1. Marshall shuts out St. Elmo. Brownstown, 17-0. As Martinsville over CHPC, 5-0. Detroit gets the win over Ramsey, 7-2. And South Central, 15-2 over Wayne City. It was Topolis getting the win over Robinson, 3-2. Casey over Arcola, 10-1. Only over Centralia, 7-zip. Mount Carmel, Harris County, 12-8. Paris over Lawrenceville, 10-1. Charleston over St. Joe Ogden, 9-7. Paris over Mount Zion, 4-3. And Muhammad falls to a GCMS, 5-1. And we also had Decatur MacArthur get the win over St. T, 9-7. Warrensburg over Williamsville, 9-3. It was Tuscola getting the win over Cumberland, 11-1. All over Central NM, 9-2. And Riverton falls to Argenta, 17-0. Uh, there and a local sports for today we got a Williamsville traveling to its topless game three of the uh, city series the rubber match for St. Anthony and Effingham it's a Shelbyville hosting uh, Altamont Bree Central at North Clay Yoga at Windsor's Two Straws what's Westville uh, hosting Marshall Olney at O'Fallon Sullivan Indiana at Robinson Lincoln hosting Chatham Glenwood Taylorville at Springfield LSA hosting Tri-City Cumberland is at Central A&M and it's Tuscola hosting Arcola. It's more as I relate them at Mount Pulaski in a softball game three of the City Series. Also, St. Elmo at Mulberry Grove. Dietrich at Martinsville. Tatopolis is at Newton. Red Hill hosting Lawrenceville. Marshall at Arcola. Paris at West Vigo. Robinson at Palhut. It's Megan Meridian at Mount Zion. Uh, GCMS at Blue Ridge. Rochester at Hillsboro. And in tennis, we got the Apollo Conference meet there in uh, Charleston. And in uh, track and field, we got uh, boys track and field. We got Shelbyville Invitational with area teams participating uh, there. So uh, that's a look at uh, today's schedule. And for tomorrow's schedule, you can uh, check out the website, mm-hmm. fmradio.com. Just look on our local sports tab uh, there. That's where you find all the results and the uh, schedule for upcoming and regionals beginning on Monday. So uh, check that out later on this weekend. But right now we got to turn the page and we got to flip it back to the uh, playoffs as let's hit up on uh, some NBA and NHL playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs from uh, last night on the way here on the starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. 
This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives and destroying all that our family homes. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. Sherwin-Williams in Effingham is looking for hardworking, dedicated individuals to fill our open warehouse technician positions. We are currently hiring for a day shift weekend position and second and third shift. We have an excellent starting pay rate of $24.19 an hour plus a $1,500 sign-on bonus. Our benefits include up to 16 paid days off within your first 12 months and health insurance options as low as $23.76 bi-weekly. Apply online anytime at Sherwin.com forward slash Effingham. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer for all protective statuses, including veteran and disability. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world, but together we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Susan has always wanted to live in a chateau. I like a certain je ne sais quoi. While Jake is more into the Cape Cod style home. It's a classic look. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy and they could save even more. In the end, Susan and Jake found a Cape Cod style home where they will only speak French. Bonjour, je t'aime, uh, merci beaucoup, and uh, cordon bleu. You'll get better with time. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is a bacon or sausage egg croissant plus small seasoned potatoes for three bucks. It's the breakfast that don't miss. So if you did miss Wendy's breakfast, don't imagine fresh cracked eggs, sizzling sausage, crispy bacon, and block out those hot, buttery, flaky croissants. Croissants don't really make a sound, but if they did, for a breakfast that don't miss, Wendy's is that breakfast. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Select a request $3 breakfast deal to obtain discount. Not valid for a la carte combo orders. And now, but mm-hmm. that is when ESPN News should be utilized. Yeah, not cornhole. The starting lineup. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome. Sorry, bags. Yeah, which is it? Is it bags or cornhole? Playing. I think. Yeah, I I always go bags. I always say that. On ninety-eight nine, the game. St. Louis City will head back to the pitch Saturday as they look to avenge its U.S. Open Cup loss. Earlier this week, with another game against Chicago Foul at Soldier Field tomorrow, City lost Chicago 2-1 on Tuesday to fall out of the U.S. Open Cup tournament, but the loss didn't affect St. Louis's in its MLS standings. City is in second place with six wins, one draw, and three losses for 19 points. Tomorrow's match starts at noon. Chicago Sky wrapped up a quick preseason with a game against the Minnesota Link at Scotia Bank tomorrow. The Sky are 1-1 in exhibition play this season after beating Indiana 81-56 last Sunday. The Northwestern Wildcats football team is adding a proven playmaker to its 2023 roster. Former Michigan receiver A.J. Henning and he is for a Northwestern. Henning was the season. He made the All-Big Ten second team after returning 28 punts for 201 yards and a touchdown. He also caught nine passes for 60 yards. Miami Marlins are going to call up their youngest pitcher ever to make his start tonight. Team plans to start its top prospect, Yuri Perez. At 20 years and 27 days old, he'll become the youngest pitcher in franchise history. Late Jose Fernandez was 20 years, 250 days old when he made a start in 2013. And Tom Brady is reportedly in talks to invest. 
Welcome back in into the starting lineup here. It's Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, sports arena today. So, Tom Brady, future owner. Well, it would be uh, the second time in less than two months that he's entered into a partnership with Mark Davis, the Raiders owner. Don't forget Brady and, Ve and uh, Mark Davis own the Las Vegas Aces. Brady partnered mm. into that just in March. So, They've becoming fast friends, the two of them. I guess so. Um, ESPN also adds to that report that it's believed any investment in the Raiders would not affect Brady's deal to become Fox's lead NFL analyst. So, wouldn't wouldn't affect his you know ability to analyze. Yeah, of course I, not. And I also heard that he might be backing out of that as well. Did he cash the check? Uh, hopefully, if you're yeah. gonna back out, but. Uh, we'll have to see going Somewhere forward. Somewhere Olsen's going, yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Please. Yeah, it's good news for him. Please. Uh, last night in the uh, NBA uh, playoffs, it was the uh, Celtics keeping their hopes alive. They forced Game 7 as they win this one 95-86 thanks to a most of the game struggling. Jason Tatum the, did end up finishing with uh, 19 points, but he was only 5 for 21 and not very efficient. Uh, at all, but he was playing uh, good defense. Uh, but uh, Boston ends up uh, winning out here and uh, forcing a, a game seven. Embiid was there. Uh, Maxi uh, was there. They both had a twenty and six, but uh, couldn't get it done against uh, Boston. So we're going to a game seven. And I think this is bad news for the Seventy Sixers. Yeah, I mean, you you needed to win, especially. Yep. Well how Jason Tatum was playing last yep. night, but uh, the other team was, or the other players were playing great uh, without him. They still had a big lead. Uh, 76ers did end up coming back and uh, they did have a lead uh, at one point, but uh, Boston ended up winning out. So uh, yeah, you had Tatum on the ropes and Celtics on the ropes, but couldn't finish them off. Couldn't have that knockout blow. Well, and you know, don't forget Doc Rivers' history in closing out games. Not so great. The 76ers team history of closing out series, not that great. So nope. now you're heading back to Boston, having mm -hmm. to win. Yep. And you know Tatum's going to have a good game there in Boston. Mm -hmm. You know Brown's going to have a good game there in Boston. They play better at home. Yeah. You got to go in. Is Embiid healthy? Possibly, but yeah, at this point, all right last night. at this point, who's healthy? Nobody. Right. Everyone's banged up. Exactly. And you got Sunday night baseball in Boston. Oh. And you got Game Seven oh. on a Sunday. It well, says, only there was a hockey team playing too in the playoffs. I know, but not uh, not to be this year. Not to be this year. <laughs> and uh, one a series has come to a close. The Nuggets, they're on to the Western Conference Finals as they won this one in a big blowout without Chris Paul. And DeAndre Ayton didn't play in the game either. And uh, the Nuggets blew out the Suns, 125-100. to It was a 30-plus uh, point game at halftime. And, uh, hey, Nuggets get it done. Jokic, 32 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists for uh, the uh, big fella and uh, the uh, win. Finishing off the uh, Suns season there. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jokic at 32. Murray had 26. And uh, Caldwell Pope. Yes, Caldwell Pope had 21 in the game as well. Well, we knew it was going to be a problem with no Chris Paul. Yeah. But once again, Travis, I'm going to say it. Kevin Durant, the kiss of death. 
It does seem that way. He cannot win a championship. I will go till the show is off the air saying that Kevin Durant is not going to win a title. Well, uh, I mean, he can join up with a 72-win team and win, but... This team made the NBA Finals two two years ago. Yeah. But it's they not made the that Western team. Conference Finals last year. It's not that team. I... <sighs> I mean, the Aiden injury was too much to uh, overcome. Uh, I mean, Landell, he had 13 points, but I think he was in foul trouble uh, in the early going, and I don't really have anybody on the bench either. And, you know, without the leadership of Paul, mm-hmm. Sunkum, Duran, he had 23. Devin Booker only had 12 points in the game. So, and Cameron uh, Payne gives you 31 points. Yeah, he was your leading scorer. That's not a good sign. <laughs> not a good sign at all. So Booker didn't show up. Durant didn't show up. No. Nope. So uh, they're going to be starting their offseason program early. Early. Now. And the Nuggets will await the winner of the Warriors and the Lakers in the uh uh, Western Finals as Game 6 going down tonight in L.A. with the uh, Warriors winning in Game 5. We'll see if they can force a, a Game 7 on Sunday as well. And we'll see what happens with the uh, Knicks and Heat as well as they're in a Game 6 as well back in Miami with the Heat leading 3-2. to two. So uh, it doesn't say anything about uh, when the game is if necessary for uh, the Knicks and Heat. Right. I'm guessing it would be on Monday. Yeah, Monday, Game Seven, if necessary. I, I think you, if you're the Heat, Travis, you have to close this game out. Yeah. Don't have to go back to New York winning because mm-hmm. we all wrote the Knicks off. Everyone wrote mm-hmm. the Knicks off, and they forced another game. Mm-hmm. You can't let them win in Miami. Yeah. So they wrote them off, but yep. Just like Gino, he didn't. They didn't write back. And the Lakers. Uh, AD is the question mark. Yeah. And what AD are you going to get? If he plays, what are you getting? I heard he's questionable. Mm-hmm. Are you going to get we, – we've talked about it. He, shows, he doesn't show up for even-numbered games. <laughs> so this is game six coming off an injury. I wouldn't expect a whole lot out of AD. Right, yeah, coming off an injury – as well, so we'll have to wait till his status is closer to the game. But again, if you're the Lakers, do you feel okay because it's in LA? Yeah, you feel confident. Feel better. Probably feel better than it is. Let me ask you this, Travis: Who do you think the Nuggets want to see? Ooh. Would they rather see the Lakers or would they rather see the Warriors? I think they would rather see the Lakers. Think so? Yeah. See, I I think so too. Because I don't think the Nuggets have the firepower to combat Clay and Curry. Mm-hmm. And Draymond will be a matchup nightmare for Jokic on the defensive end. Right. Drive nuts. Right. Yeah. But I, I don't know if they have anyone to guard yeah. Curry like the Lakers. I mean, maybe have Murray. Or, yeah, maybe. But I don't know if he's a good defender or not. Here's my thing, Travis. I'll say this. Whoever wins this Warriors-Lakers series is going to the NBA Finals. Yeah, it's a very well possibility. Definitely see that happening. But 
Uh, we'll see you in the conference finals. will start next week. Someone uh, stop LeBron. Yeah. Uh, Stanley Cup of playoffs uh, going on uh, as well last night at Carolina. It's over. They win this one in OT. They end the Devils season, and they won it 3-2. to two. So Carolina wins it in 5. So uh, they're on to uh, the Eastern semis, finals? Finals, Se- I think. Second round of the playoffs. Uh, the uh, Stars, they uh, take a 3-2 to two series lead in Game 5 as they win it over the Kraken 5-2. to two. Mm-hmm. As Stars got the game off early, 2 to nothing, And then uh, it was just smooth sailing from there, I think. I mean, Kraken did pick up a couple of goals in the second period, but um, eh, I thought Dallas was in control. All night, so... I don't want to hear it, Travis. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you for game number six. That is in Seattle on Saturday, 6 o'clock on ESPN. Show up, Kraken. Show yeah, up. They got to at home. Uh, game's going on tonight at game five. The Panthers with a 3-1 to one series lead, the most dangerous lead in all of sports. And Oilers against the Knights with a series tied at two games a piece. I'll there. say this, Travis. Panthers lose tonight. I'm not too concerned. You no. almost expect to lose in Toronto. If you lose game six, I'm in a lot. My panic button is at like a 10. Yeah. Starting back. Yeah. But but I think if you if you don't close it out tonight, you just you say, OK, we're going to get them in Florida. Right. Uh, game six, if necessary, will be on uh, uh, Sunday for uh, Florida and Toronto. And the game of six for the Knights and Oilers there in Edmonton will be on Sunday as well. So I'd say a look at the weekend action for the playoffs. And we need to take a whip around a Major League Baseball to uh, close things out here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Create the backyard of your dreams with Menard's huge selection of landscape block and get 11% off. Whether it's a spacious patio, a decorative walkway, or flawless landscaping, you'll find the perfect block for your project. Right now, get four 12 by 12 smooth patio blocks for only $5 after 11% rebate. Good through May 14th, savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. It's time for the 2023 Toledo Spring Festival, the 18th through the 21st, and they're packed full of excitement for you and your family. The carnival will open on Thursday with the Little Miss pageant at 6.30, Friday the cakewalk, scavenger hunt, music trivia, and live music. Saturday the parade will begin at 1, followed by games and rides for the family. Saturday, make sure you get registered in front of the stage for the Price is Right game at 6, followed by the family feud. Sunday the chicken dinner at 11, along with the pie sale and car show. See you at the festival the 18th through the 21st and now travis sparks with the aurora sports center update and i'm kind of doing this on the fly because eric's script is not pulling up but eastern illinois a shortstop trey sweeney was named the ohio valley conference baseball player of the year Holy cow, what a terrible sports scenario that was. I don't blame you. I blame me. On 98.9 The Game.
Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Only here on 98.9, we're just staying a little bit longer. And we got uh, stuff to uh, talk about in the uh, pod. We got a NASCAR pick'em uh, coming up, as well as the state in uh, sports history. And we'll see if we can find anything else to hit up on in the uh, NASCAR. pod. And uh, we got to take a look at the throwback paint schemes. Yes. As well. well, let's close out talking uh, some uh, baseball. As not a lot of action yesterday, as like I mentioned, Cubs and Cardinals both off, but uh, the Reds they shut out the Mets. They've lost five series in a row now, as in New York. That hasn't happened in a decade, and they also have been shut out for the seventh time this season. They were shut out only eight times all of last season. Mm. So uh, we think it's bad in St. Louis. It's uh, eighteen and twenty. Is uh well, it's kind of like the record is in St. Louis yeah. for from the Mets. That's how they view it. Yep. Uh, as well, at least Travis. Again, if you're the uh, the the Cardinals, you didn't spend all the money the Mets did to yeah. get to 18 and 20. That's true. That's facts. Uh, the uh, Twins they won over the uh, Padres a uh, five to uh, three. Hey, Carlos Correa had a uh, huge two run double yep. to uh, give them the win. Silence the booze. Uh, the White Sox, they're having a rough one as well as uh, they lost in the ninth inning on a bunt. Yep. That's right. A bunt attempt, and the Royals walk it off 4-3. to three A walk-off bunt. Odd fashion there. The Rays, they're the first team at 2-30 uh, as they won over the Yankees 8-2. to two. And uh, so uh, Josh Lowe had five RBIs mm. in the game. Uh, the Giants won over the D-backs, uh, six to two, and uh, Casey Smith just continues to hit yep. the laces off the ball. Four hits yesterday in an historic start, including a two-run homer. Yeah, it's his second homer in three days. Yeah, historic start I mean, for just, the uh, young fella. Yeah. So uh, let's see here. History today was a 443-foot blast. Uh, Hall of Famer Joe DiMaggio is the only player uh, since 1920 with at least eight hits, four RBIs, and a four-run score during the first three uh, games. So yep. uh, Schmidt making some history. History there, yep. There. And the Rangers, they shut out the A's 4-2-0. Uh, and Nathan Avaldi struck out a, a career-high 12 batters in the win. You have to go back 80 years, Travis, to the last time the A's were this bad at home. Yeah. They are three and sixteen. Three and sixteen, eight and thirty-one overall. Ouch. Uh, games going on uh, tonight. We got the uh, Cubs. They start a series with the uh, Twins, so they got a back. Well, no, the Royals were hosting the White Sox. Uh, the Twins, though, they played last night. And they played the Padres. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got Drew Smiley against Sonny Gray. Probably can't find it because it's on Apple TV Plus yeah. tonight. Uh, Cardinals, like I mentioned, uh, 5-15 uh, pregame show start here. Adam Wainwright on the mound against James Paxton, opposing him this evening on a Saturday's Making game. season debut, I think, is Paxton. Paxton? Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, on a Saturday, you got old Steven Matz going for the uh, cards, and uh, Chris Sale is opposing him. Afternoon baseball there at uh, Fenway with a 2-15 uh, pregame show start. Uh, Cubs, where are they at? They're in afternoon baseball as well. Witznitski goes for the uh, mm-hmm. Cubs against Joe Ryan. 
for the Twins. And on Sunday Night Baseball, you got Miles Michaelis against Corey Kluber for the Cards and a Red Sox. Marcus Stroman against Varland for Minnesota hmm. on Sunday for Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Uh, let's see. Any intriguing matchups? That's what I was looking at. I'm going to be interested to see the uh, Marlins youngster today yep. against the Reds. That's a nice team to have your debut against. Um, but 20 years old in 21 days is really, really young. Yeah, he definitely looked young in that pic- in that video. Yeah. So. The call up. So. Mm. Not a whole lot of great pitching matchups tonight. There are names, but they haven't been having good seasons. Blake Snell against Dustin May with mm-hmm. the uh, Padres and the uh, Dodgers. This time they had a series last weekend, but it was in San Diego. Now it's in L.A. Uh, Cincinnati, they're in Miami this weekend. Mm-hmm. Seattle at Detroit. The Mets are in Washington. Baltimore hosting the uh, Pirates. Man, this would have been an intriguing matchup uh, a month ago. Yeah. Uh, Pirates have cooled off. Yep. Uh, Braves, they're up north in uh, Toronto. The Angels are against the uh, Guardians in Cleveland. Uh, Houston's in Chicago to take on the White Sox. Kansas City starting a series with Milwaukee. Philadelphia is in Colorado this weekend. San Fran continuing with Arizona. Texas continues with Oakland as well. Pitching matchup-wise, Travis, Saturday, uh, the Yankees and Rays, McClanahan and Cortez, should be mm-hmm. decent to start off your day. And then to end it, uh, that Giants-Diamondbacks game, uh, Scalfani versus Gallon. Mm-hmm. That should be good. That's a decent one. Uh, Musgrove against uh, Julio Reyes. Yeah, for Musgrove the hasn't looked good this season. Padres, Dodgers. Yeah, Dylan Cease going for the uh, White Sox. Mm-hmm. Looks like Fox has got the games covered on a Saturday. Got oh, one on FS1. Alcantara two will try to Fox. turn his season around. Yeah, he hasn't been good. No. Unfortunately, there. So... Uh, Aaron Nola going for the Phillies on Mother's Day, but it's about one of the only names that jump out. On Zach Effin on yeah, Sunday. Mitch of. Keller for the Pirates has had a good season. He's 4-1 with a 272. Yeah, he just had a nice outing last time mm-hmm. out. Michael Walker. There you Tony go. Tony Goslin. <laughs> Aaron Nola. Logan Webb. Yeah. Logan Webb. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of great pitching matchups this weekend. Nope, not this weekend, bub. Uh, well, we'll enjoy Sunday Night Baseball again, and you can hear it right here on 98.9, and we'll be back to uh, talk about all this coming up on uh, Monday, except for the uh, postseason for baseball and uh, softball. Coming up in the pod, we got NASCAR to uh, talk about with the uh, uh, throwback paint schemes and uh, so much more coming up in the uh, pod. So uh, catch us there, and we'll talk to you on Monday. And to all the uh, mothers out there, happy Mother's Day on uh, Sunday. Hope you spoil those mothers out there. And uh, we'll be back on uh, Monday for your enjoyment. And also for your enjoyment, come Coming up next, here is Fitz and Harry, so enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to the uh, Starting Lineup podcast, the overtime of the uh, Starting Lineup. 
Travis Sparks, a fry alongside, and uh, coming up, we got some NASCAR pick'em to get to. We got uh, some of this date in uh, sports history as well, mm-hmm. and we'll take a look at our brackets for our head-to-head matchups. And the paint schemes. And the throwback paint schemes for a throwback weekend yes. Yes. there in NASCAR. But first, before I get to any of that, is there anything on SportsCenter that you wanted to hit on? Two things real quick that just popped up on the right-hand side, um, and that is that Derby winner uh, Mage is going to run the Preakness. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness for that. This week? No. No, May 20th. May 20th. Next week. Next week. And then uh, Andrew Wiggins is questionable for tonight. Questionable. With a rib cartilage fracture. Mm. Which sounds bad. Yeah, I know he got banged up in the last game, obviously, and now he's questionable. Also, I know that we are almost you know getting ready for for regionals to start here at baseball. But did you know college baseball and softball regionals are getting ready to start too? Yeah, I knew the Big Ten tournament was uh, going on and yep. softball. I know the Illini had a big grand slam mm-hmm. the uh, other they're, night, but then they lost. They're so. hosting one of the tournaments. They are. They're hosting the Big Ten tournament. Yep. yep. They're in I Champaign. I couldn't remember if it was in baseball or softball. Yep, in softball there. But they fell last night, so yeah. uh, their season coming to a close. They won't be good enough to make the NCAA tournament. They had to go on a run in the NCAAs, but – uh, nothing new. Wasn't meant to be. Uh, they're just one and done. One upset, and they are out. Coach so. Underwood in attendance. I did not see him in I mean, attendance. It's his mo. I mean, he's got to be on the recruiting trail. Well, I mean, some of his mo must have rubbed off on that softball team. One and done in the tournament. <sighs> you didn't have to. <laughs> you didn't have to stoop that low. Uh, that I was did. a low blow. I did, Travis. Low blow. I went there. You did. You didn't have to. But I did. But you went there. Mm. All right. So that will wrap it up mm-hmm. from that perspective. All right. So. Let's get to uh, let's get to this day in uh, sports history before we get into NASCAR. All right, we'll do this day in sports history for today and the weekend. As this day back in 1985, Travis, the Knicks won the first ever NBA draft lottery to pick Patrick Ewing that June. Don't tell me it wasn't rigged. <laughs> it probably was. Uh, on this day back in 2015, John Carlos Stanton hit a home run calculated at 467 feet out of Dodger Stadium. That is a mm, big time homer. And on this day back in 2019, in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference semifinals against who? The 76ers. Kawhi Leonard hit a fadeaway jumper at the buzzer to win it for the Raptors. It's one of just two series-clinching buzzer beaters in a winner-take-all game in NBA postseason history with Jordan's the shot uh, being the other one. And the 76ers have not recovered since. And no. we're seeing it in their series against Boston right now. Yep. They can't get past this hurdle. Nope, they they really can't. Oh, could you imagine if Tatum beats them in Game Seven with a buzzer beater? Ah, <laughs> oh, man, and, Joel Embiid's gonna be sick. Yeah, just and there's just the iconic image there I saw this morning mm-hmm. of uh, Embiid watching it go through and Leonard and just time standing still. It did at that point. It did, and didn't so, it bounce too? It, it did, bounced, yeah. and everyone was like, <gasps> "Yep." 
and then mm-hmm. it went in. That was the yep. that's the thing. I think if it just goes straight in, it's still a great shot, great moment. But the fact it bounced and literally everyone had to wait. Yep, makes it even better. It was. Yep. Uh, May thirteenth, which is tomorrow, nineteen ninety nine, Philadelphia's Allen Iverson recorded an NBA playoff record ten steals in a ninety seven eighty five win over the Magic. Nineteen ninety six on May thirteenth, Magic Johnson, who returned to the NBA after a four year retirement to play thirty two regular season games and four playoff games, announced his final retirement from the NBA. And on this uh, May thirteenth, nineteen ninety three, for the first time in their twenty six year history, the LA Kings advanced to the conference finals by beating the Canucks five to three in Game Six. Uh, at the Forum, Wayne Gretzky scored a goal and had two assists for the Kings. And then for Mother's Day, May 14th, Travis, going back to 1967, Mickey Mantle hit his 500th home run, becoming the first ever switch hitter to reach 500 home runs. To date, only one other player has reached that milestone, which is Eddie Murray. Travis, hmm. do you think any switch hitters are going to hit 500 home runs? Ooh. I can't really think of any switch hitters like off the top of my head right there's not too many of them one i can think of and it's because he plays for my team is ian happ Mm -hmm. right but like otani's not a switch hitter no trout's not no judge isn't stanton isn't no like all these home run hitters you think of they're not switch hitters no they're really not is switch hitting kind of an art that's dying yeah it's definitely a lost art because of, do you think it's because of the pitch rule? Where you, where you, no. no, 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 not not the pitch clock, but the rule where you have to have a pitcher throw three pitches. It makes the lefty specialist pitching wise irrelevant. So learning to pitch to hit from the other side of the batter's box isn't, you know, as big of a, a value. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I I don't think it's that, but mm. I just. I don't know. I don't know either. I can't move my finger on it, but I, I don't think it's that. May 14th, 1997, Charlie Ward and P.J. Brown ignited a Knicks Heat fight in the closing minutes of Miami's 15-point win in Game 5 of their second-round matchup. After trailing 3-1 in the series, the Heat won each of the final three games to reach the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time in franchise history. May 14th, 1998, Chris Webber was traded from the Washington Wizards to the Sacramento Kings. Hmm. He'd go on to have a pretty good career as a king. Yeah. May 14th, 2012, Bryce Harper became the youngest player in Nationals Expo history to hit a home run, hitting his first of his career at 19 years and 211 days. Previous record belonged to Gary Carter at 20 years and 173 days. And that is this day in sports history, Travis. This day in a sports history for the weekend. Yep. Very well. All right. So... Let's hit up on uh, some NASCAR. All right. Do you want to do the bracket, pick them, or paint? Mm, let's do the uh, paint schemes. Okay. We'll do the paint. I'm just going to show you. I'm not going to go through all of them. I'm going to show you some of my favorites, Travis. Okay? Mm-hmm. The first one that's one of my favorites is Ross Chastain. Of course, it's Ross Chastain. But he has the classic Dale Jarrett UPS paint does, scheme yeah. and what makes this great is he has ups sponsoring it mm. that to me makes it nice. even better because there is another driver with this very same paint scheme but they got a uh, country croc sponsoring them not quite the same no. you're gonna go throw back if you can get the actual company that was with the paint scheme big yeah. bonus points so yeah. one because um it's supposed to model like what would have been his first start but that's america online and it's blue and yellow and the 
car he's racing is orange and yellow, so it looks nothing like the other one. So yeah, but it's, it's not great. Not still great. a little cool colors. It's cool colors, but don't. It would be a great paint scheme if they weren't saying they're throwing it back to something else. Yeah. You know, I do like Sunny D kind of making a retro logo, which mm-hmm. I thought was good. Uh, this Kyle Larson one, very simple, very plain, but I I like it. It's got some blue flames on on the black. But why I like this, Travis, is the big middle finger it is. All right, and I'll explain why. This is a paint scheme that was run by Tony Stewart in an Xfinity Series race, and Tony Stewart won that race. Now, why is it a big middle finger? Because Tony Stewart and Stuart Haas wanted to sign Kyle Larson when he was a free agent, and Ford told him, no, you cannot sign him. So how fitting is it that Kyle Larson is now throwing it back to the one paint scheme that Tony Stewart ever drove for Hendrick Motorsports? Hmm. Right? You you can't tell me that's a coincidence. Oh, yeah, no. So I like that. That Brad Keselowski one's okay, but it's not throwing back to anything he did or Castrol did. Castrol, you think of John Force. Like nice, yeah. So it's 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 a nice scheme, but it's not really throwing it back to anything. Uh, Corey Lejoy is throwing it back, I believe, to his grandpa Don Lejoy, um, like a, a midget car. So mm-hmm. um, yep. I think they got a pretty good representation of the paint scheme on a cup car. They do, uh, yeah. I, I don't hate that one. Chase Elliott, I love Chase Elliott. He's throwing it back uh, to his yeah. dad, and That's the fact cool. that they got the number the exact same as Bill yeah. Elliott's used to be. I like that, and I yeah, like having Happy cool. Mother's Day on the car as well. Mm. Nice little touch. I yeah, like that. Yeah, I like that. So that's one of my favorite ones, just because it's simple. Mm. Uh, Eric Almarola throwing it back to Dale Jr. when he won at Daytona after um, his dad died, that All-Star game. Um, again, right. it's not the All-Star game that's sponsoring him, so it. but you know what it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's not bad. Uh, Ryan Blaney throwing it to his dad. I don't like this one. The colors aren't right. And it drives me nuts. It's Menards. a a blue and a, a kind of a, a tannish yellowish, and the other one's that Menards Dayglow yellow, and it just it, it is, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Chase Briscoe throwing it back to Tony Stewart. It's not a bad one. It's not a famous Tony car at all. Um, but I do like cars with flames, so I'm a big yeah, fan of that. That's kind of simple but cool. Uh, Brendan Poole's throwing it back to Bobby Allison. A very simple. And, and they didn't mess it up, but there wasn't a whole lot there to mess up. So <laughs> yeah, uh, right. give him credit to that. Uh, this is, uh, Chris Busher. Um, he's not really throwing it back. He just has a Matt Kenseth type number, um, which I'm not a huge fan of. Like if you're going to throw it back, throw it back. Don't be Kyle Bush and throw it back to earlier this year. <laughs> uh, Christopher Bell's throwing it back to Matt Kenseth. I like that one. Um, the classic oh, yeah. DeWalt, you know, that's a, a classic. The only yeah. thing I don't like about it is that the DeWalt on the Christopher Bell car is too small. I'd like to see it bigger. There's a lot of dead space on this car, but that's the new car. Can't really do anything about that. Mm. Harrison Burton throwing it back to his dad, Jeff Burton. Um, it's not a bad one. Uh, again, the number and the big decks along the side really kind of ruins the paint scheme for me. Um, I wish that number could be moved back under the door because the swoops are there. Yeah. Um, but it, it is what it is. Uh, Joey Logano throwing it back to Mark Donahue. Um, it's not bad, but we've seen this one multiple times, so it kind of ruins it every time you see it. Mm. It's not nearly as yeah. cool. Uh, William Byron, I thought this one, this is a very subtle thing. He's throwing it back to Jeff Gordon. Yeah, Jeff yep. Gordon drove this car for NASCAR's 50th anniversary for the All-Star Race. So I find it 
a nice little yeah. continuation that for 75, 75 years he's throwing it back to the car they ran for 50. I think that's really yeah. cool. Um, Todd Gilliland throwing it back to Elton Sawyer. It's, it is what it is. It's not great. Uh, Ryan Priest throwing it back to his dad. Again, very simple. simple. I, I don't hate it, but again, it's, it's not recognizable. You couldn't pick this out no. of what he's trying to throw it back to. Uh, Noah Gregson throwing it back to Jimmy Johnson in a car he wrote, drove in 2014. Again, you wouldn't know that from looking at it. It, it doesn't look like a Jimmy Johnson car. The yellow number kind of makes you think, bit. but... Yeah. Eric Jones in the 43, of course, throwing it back to Richard Petty. Yeah. As you as if you could throw it back to anything cool. else. Yeah. Um Ricky Stenhouse Jr., he's throwing it back to Dale Jarrett as well in the UPS. But again, he's got country crock. It's not quite the same. It's not the same. Second as UPS. It, it's the second best. Actually, it's the third best Dale Jarrett, as we'll see. Um Alex Bowman, he's throwing it back to uh his spotter who used to drive this car in the Bush series. Again, simple, can't really do a whole lot wrong with that ryan newman yes ryan newman is going to be in the race this weekend travis really yes he's coming back he's gonna be driving for rick Ware racing in the 51 for select races starting this weekend and he's throwing it back to himself <laughs> nice so i like I, I think this one I turned like out that. pretty good i like the sponsor gave him you know the the jacob yeah. make it looks like the mobile one i think i think it's a very yeah, good nice. very good uh throwback there yeah uh Ty Gibbs throwing it back to Bobby Labonte and Coach Gibbs being inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Again, mm-hmm. simple, classic. Can't do anything wrong with that. Uh, Ty Dillon throwing it back to Jolie Johnson. Again, it's a simple early paint scheme. You can't really do much wrong with it, but there's nothing that really sticks out. Daniel Suarez for Trackhouse. He's throwing it back to Ricky Rudd in the Quaker State car. I like that Quaker State went with the kind of an old-school logo on the car like it used to be as opposed mm-hmm. to an updated um, logo. So Ricky Rudd. Ricky Rudd. I'm a fan of that. Xfinity Series. We'll go through these quickly. Cole Custer throws it back to Jason uh, Leffler. Not a bad-looking paint scheme. Sam Mayer's throwing it back to Kurt Busch um, and Kurt Busch's Sharpie car that he used to drive. Oh, um, yes. Blaine Perkins. I love this payday. one, Travis. Nice. He's throwing it back to the payday, and he got the payday sponsorship. Nice. Throwing it back to Kevin Harvick when Kevin Harvick uh, won won the uh, Bush Championship in that 21 payday car. So nice. I like that the sponsor came with it. And this is a small-funded yeah. team, so the fact they got payday to help out with them. And also the little things, like the Sonic sponsor, they got a sponsor to look like the Sonic logo. Mm, yeah, that's nice. Little touches I, for these are good. I like that. Uh, Sheldon Creek throwing it back to Kevin Harvick as well. Um, again, not as good because it was AC Delco. Now it's well in. It's not quite the same, but yeah, it, it's a good effort. Uh, Ty Dillon's throwing it back to Martin Truex Jr. Um, and one of his rides, uh, Jason Allgaier throwing it back to Brands. Just the Brands brand itself. They're celebrating 70 years, so. Josh Berry throws it back to Hut Strickland. It used to be the Circuit City car back in the, the 90s. Um, it's a pretty good representation of that Circuit City car. Um, Sammy Smith throwing it back for Pilot, just kind of <laughs> how long Pilot's been around. It's a weird-looking paint it scheme. Is, I'm not yeah, a fan of that I one. I don't like that. Um, Austin Hill, he's throwing it back as well to Kevin Harvick. Um, but, again, the sponsor's not right. It just uh, it doesn't <laughs> do anything for me there. Uh, Brett Moffitt throws it back to Tim Richmond. I like this one. I like the 25s are kind of matched up pretty yeah, well. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the Folgers, it's not Folgers, but he kind of got the sponsor to modify their logo to look like the Folgers. So uh, yeah. I thought that was a pretty good one. Nice uh, Kaz Grala is throwing it back to first responders. So that's a 
Always a, a positive when you can go to first responders. Uh, Joe Graff Jr., I like this one, Travis. It's a tie-dye kind of scheme. He's throwing it back to himself in an old um, Legends car he used to drive, but then he got sponsorship from the Speedway that he drove that car on. Ooh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think that's a great one. Yeah, I dig that tie-dye look. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Ellis, throwing it back to Kevin Harvick. This is a great Kevin Harvick one. Yeah. Like I said, like why the are the teams that aren't Richard Chillis Racing doing a better job with their <laughs> throwbacks of Richard Chillis Racing cars? Because uh-huh. uh, Ryan Ellis, I think, is spot on with that it Kevin is, Harvick yeah. look. Um, I like that a lot. Sage Karam is throwing it back uh, to Dale uh, Richard Childress. I'm sorry, Richard Childress, the car owner, when he used to actually drive the number three car. Um, again, it's simple. There's not a lot there to mess up. Uh, Jeffrey Earnhardt's throwing it back to his dad, uh, Dale Earnhardt, and uh, or his granddad. I'm sorry, Dale Earnhardt. Um, and that was the Wheaties car that Dale Earnhardt uh, drove yep. one time. And again, he's got sponsors with that make it look like Wheaties and Burger King that aren't actually Burger King. There's a Food Lion. It's not actually Food Lion, but it looks like what yeah. that Earnhardt car looked like. I really love when they get people, the sponsors, to work with them on these. Yeah. That looks pretty good. Jeremy Clements throwing it back to Jeff Bodine. That one's pretty good as well. Um, Again, simple. But uh, Matt Mills is throwing it back to Herbie, Travis. Herbie, nice. Yes. It's always nice when you have a Herbie in there. That's pretty cool. Yep, yep. Uh, Chad Fincham throws it back to Eric McClure. It's nothing, not bad, but not not great. Um, This is going to Bob Keselowski. Um, Again, simple. Not a lot you can mess up there. Um, Anthony Alfredo's throwing it back to Dale Jr., which I like that one. That would be Dale Jr.'s nationwide car when he was with Hendricks. Um, nationwide. Yeah, nationwide insurance. Yeah. And uh, Riley Hurst is throwing it back to Ken Block, the rally driver who passed away um, earlier this year. So I like that. I, I just like the color and the rain, kind of the raining down. Yeah. He has the same sponsor that Ken Block had, so it, it makes Monster. sense to nice. Monster Energy. And then we'll finish up with the trucks, Travis. Uh this is Chris Wright. He's throwing it back to Juan Pablo Montoya, the famous Texaco uh, black car. Um, he doesn't have Texaco, but he's got Texas, so it kind of sounds like Texaco. Yeah, it kind of looks like it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it's not, it's not awful. Um, Nick Sanchez throwing it back to Mario Andretti. Mm. Again, simple. I like the blue. I like the color, yep. yeah. Johnny Sauter throwing it back to uh, Jason Leffler's Incredible Hulk truck, and I don't remember this truck at all, so I can't tell you if it's a good truck or not. Yeah, but, but it's like, purple and yeah, it's kind of cool. got green, some green on it. Looks cool. Um, Dean Thompson is throwing it back to Herman Caroga in 2013 uh, when he drove the 77. Again, I, I think it's a pretty nice representation. Pretty spot on. Um, Corey Heim, same team, throwing it back to Timothy Peters in 2014. I do have a problem with this one, Travis, and I'll tell you tell you why in a second. So he's throwing it back to the number 17 and the number 11, right? Yeah. His teammate. It's throwing it back to the number 11 from 2012, and he drives the number 17. 17. Come on. Like, you couldn't just flip those. How hard is that? <laughs> That's funny. You got you got to throw back to the right number, right? <laughs> yeah. If you have the ability to. That's funny. Uh, Christian Eckes throws it back to Herschel McGriff, uh, Rajah Karuth, uh, Wendell Scott. Ryan Vargas throws it back to Sam Woodside. Uh, Josh Ramu, he's also going to uh, throw it back to Ken Block as well. Um, doesn't have Monster Energy as a sponsor, so I don't think it's quite as good. But no. um, Jake Garcia throws it back to Buckshot Jones. Um, Buckshot with Jones. With the crown fiber. Uh, Ross Chastain, he's in the truck race, Travis. He throws it back to Lee Petty. 
So again, a classic. Yeah. Can't really uh, mess it up. Got that petty blue. Mm-hmm. Carson Hosovar, Travis. Yep. He's going to drive that truck. He's throwing it back to UPS. I love this. Mm-hmm. This is part of the track house team family, so to speak. So they were able to get the UPS sponsorship. And for years, they had Dale Jarrett. You know, we want you to race the truck, Dale. And it says, we right, love yeah. this truck. I, I love that. So, oh yeah, I do kind of remember that mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. That the, we want you to race yep. the truck. Race the truck, Dale. Nice. Uh, Lawless Allen's throwing it back to Adam Petty's car. I always loved kinda this like car. The, yeah, it's I like just, the color scheme yep, there. It's just classic. Uh, Stuart Friesen, uh, he's throwing it back just to uh, a dirt modified driver. Um, so I, I don't know that paint scheme. Um, and Timmy Hill throws it back to Ted Musgrave. Again, a nice representation of what they're going for. Um, pretty spot on. Um, and, and that is it. So as, as far as those, um, Denny Hamlin's doing a throwback, but it's one we've already seen raced at this track before. So that I dock off points for that. You can't throw back to the same thing. That's, <laughs> that's just laziness. Um, AJ Allmendinger throwing it back to Black's tires. Um, and then Martin Truex Jr. No, no throwback for Martin. Um, Boo. I know, right? Like, why not participate it? No throwback for Bubba Wallace. Uh, Justin Haley doesn't have a throwback. I thought there was one more that I didn't see. I'm scrolling through here looking for... Oh, um, Tyler Reddick is throwing it back to Kurt Busch um, in that famous finish from Darlington where Kurt Busch and Ricky Craven were side-by-side at the line. That was the paint scheme that he had. So, uh, Mm -hmm. nice touch that it's at Darlington and Kurt Busch being involved with the... uh, you know that the the twenty three eleven team. It's it's a nice touch to it. So yeah, um, mm. but yeah, those are our our throwback schemes. I I told you kind of which ones were my favorites. So uh, go out and you know look these up, and see which ones you like, and yeah. Nice, I like it though. Again, I don't like drivers who don't participate in throwbacks. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of lame. Or teams, or be like Richard Chillis Racing and throw it back to February. <laughs> I, I what if he didn't win funny. that race, Travis? What would they have done then? Just be a normal race. I guess they would have. Yeah, they wouldn't have participated. Throwing it back to anything. Yeah. So. I guess so. Alrighty, let's do. Uh, you want to do update people on where we are for our um, brackets? Yeah, let's update update the people. All right, so Travis, mm-hmm. we are, we already said who won and who lost, so we're not gonna we're not gonna go any farther. But here are our matchups, kind of that we still have alive. So. Uh, each of us are needing Ross Chastain to beat Daniel Suarez this week. Yep. Do you get any points? Uh, none of us can get points from the Keselowski Alamo Roll match because we both had Kurt, uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Bush advancing and Bush has been eliminated, so no points there. Um, Travis, you need El- uh, Chase Elliott to get the win over Joey Logano. I have Logano over Elliott, so that's a head-to-head matchup between us. Mm-hmm. Um, we both have Ryan Blaney beating Bubba Wallace. Um, neither of us had Dylan or Barry advancing, so no points in, involved in that one. Uh, we both have Larson and Hamlin. I have, or you have Kyle Larson. I have Denny Hamlin. So that's another, um, one-on-one matchup for us. Uh, Harvick, I had Harvick to advance. You had Cendric, so you're rooting for Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Um, and then Byron Reddick, I had Byron, you had Reddick. So we got a lot of, uh separation possible this week I do. a lot of matchups that could uh give some people some points here so yeah. that's where we're at with that that's where we're at 
Very right. cool. You ready to uh, do pick them and we'll get out of here? All right, yeah, let's do some uh, let's do some picking. By the way, I did want to point this out before we get out of here and end up end the NASCAR talk. Um, they finished their list of the seventy five greatest drivers. Yeah. At some point next week, Travis, we will be discussing that because I have some issues with this list. <laughs> have some issues. I have a couple of issues with this list. <laughs> All right. So we'll we'll be talking about that. All right. Looking looking forward to. Uh, the, uh, rant. the issues of yes. the list. <laughs> All right. NASCAR pick em. I got the win last week with uh, Tyler Reddick uh, after Christopher Bell got in that accident. So I will pick first here at Darlington. And I am going to go. I picked him for the Clash. So I can pick him again because we said the Clash didn't count for our overall season. So I'm going Joey Logano. Joey Logano. Joey Logano won this race last year. Knocked William Byron out of the way to do it, but he won this race last year. So, mm-hmm. yep. All right, so I will go. I'm gonna go with Denny Hamlin. Ooh, I know that he just won last week, but I just need him to finish uh, ahead of Logano. Yeah, and Darlington's one of his better tracks, so um, that's a good pick. He talked on his podcast about how his team is building momentum and they're gonna get white hot. So. Um, second favorite odds to win. And they always say when you win, you win in bunches. So. The Goodyear 400. Yep, the Goodyear 400. Check it out. Watch it Sunday with your mom. That's right. Mother's Day. Because we don't want to give Mother's Day weekend off. We want to give Father's Day weekend off for NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Our one weekend off a year is for Father's Day. <laughs> of course. Makes 100% sense. Absolutely. So there you go. All right. There you go. That's, That's all I got. That right, is your pick 'em. I think we covered everything that I was looking forward to as well. So we are going to call this a show. We're going to call this a week. So we are going to get on, getting on, getting on out of here. So uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We'll be back on Monday. Enjoy Mother's Day with the moms. And we'll be back to recap the weekend and top three moments from the sports weekend as well so we'll talk to you again on monday peace out